Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Really exciting time. The draft is just around the corner. Next week, in fact, it kicks off in Las Vegas. Welcome to our show. My name is Kay Adams. I love being here with Kyle Brandt and Peter Schrager and Super Bowl champion Sean O'Hara. And we know you do because you're watching. Mm-hmm. You're watching because you want to know who goes when and where. And I've, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We're going to be the closest to telling you exactly what happens. That's right. Because of this guy. No, not because of this guy, because of all of us. We invest all these weeks. I mean, That's right. We don't fly Because of me listening to you. But we're not swooping in the last second. Talk like about other it. places. Mm-hmm. We have been so invested in this draft. We have gotten to know every first-round prospect, second-round prospect, mm-hmm. third-round prospect, that when Sauce Gardner goes third overall to the Texans, we're not going to be surprised no. because we're that invested in it. We're not. And we're going to get it right. Don't you feel like that, Kyle? I absolutely do. We're, we will have 32 picks correct. We will have every single pick of the draft. We're, we're having JoJo Doman on today. Yeah, we Alaska. are. You are not because we know the people and we are a show of the people and the players. That's what this is about. Christian right now. Watson on the hot seat Hello? in a mad minute. You're only going to get that right here. We're going to introduce you to the prospects. It'll be the future stars of tomorrow. We'll kick it off with the lead block. It's the lead, lead block. block. I mean, I don't like that we're starting this. I don't like this whole storyline altogether because I love this player. I love this man, Debo Samuel. We had some news-ish drop out of San Francisco. The all-pro and all-around offensive weapon has requested a trade. All the details. So we send it over to NFL Network Ian Rappaport to fill us in with those. All offseason long, the question has been about 49ers star receiver and weapon Debo Samuel. How much is he going to get paid and when are the 49ers going to give him the bag? Perhaps, though, we have been asking the wrong question. Sources say Debo Samuel actually put in a trade request to the 49ers 
two weeks ago, around the time of April 6th, and it was not about money. Because from what I understand, the team wanted to engage in long-term extension talks with Samuel and make him one of the highest paid receivers in the NFL. It's actually about different issues. One of those big issues, usage. If you look at the way last year ended, he had the bulk of his 59 carries at the end of the season coming out of the backfield 21% of the time in the last 11 games. Seems like there's some questions from Samuel's standpoint about how sustainable is that. I don't even think at this point if the 49ers offered him $30 million per year that he would take it. That is where he was at. So he would like to be traded. No doubt several teams are lining up to do a big-time deal for him among those teams. The Jets, the Packers, the Chiefs, the Lions, of course, several others. We do not know yet how willing the 49ers are to consider these offers, but we do know if someone is going to trade for Samuel, it's going to be extremely expensive. Thank you so much, Ian, and good use of the bag, Rappaport. Uh, I'm still stunned by this. We heard rumors. We heard whispers. It's... A little sad. I don't love it. And I feel like there might be more to this story than we're getting. It might come out here. So what's your reaction, Peter, to Debo's trade request? Well, his unhappiness has been brewing. Mm-hmm. But this this goes back to even the Super Bowl. When I was at the Super Bowl and I was speaking to people there and it was like, Debo's got to get paid this, this offseason. And I was like, really? This Okay, okay. And there was like, no, Debo's got to get paid this offseason. Now, that payment hasn't happened yet. And then you lead to this and it's... Ian's talking about how if they give him $30 million, it wouldn't even be that was his usage. I have a little question about that because I thought Debo Samuel kind of embraced the role last year. And when I say kind of, he's the one who called himself the wide back. He nicknamed himself for what he was doing. And I watched the playoffs, and they're up 16-7 to against Dallas. And... Debo looks to Kyle Shanahan and says, give me the rock, give me the rock. They give him the rock. 20-yard carry, touchdown, let's go. Debo embraced it. Look at the the postseason here, the numbers. I asked our production staff to put this up. Just in the postseason alone, in three games, he carried the rock 27 times. And this would all be great ammo for him to say, hey, look, I I don't want to do this stuff. This is the, I I shouldn't have to be asked that. I think that's a conversation with Kyle Shanahan. I would also add that you're going to get some healthy running backs back next year. I think Eli Mitchell's now in his second year. Trey Sermon's in his second year. This could all be a conversation. Um, I don't I don't know if this is something from Debo's camp where it's like he absolutely does not want to be used that way, and it's and that's fine. There's financials there, and how much is he going to be mm-hmm. paid as a pure wide receiver? That's okay, but when Ian says that if Debo Samuel was offered $30 million, he would, I would say that that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think San Francisco's the perfect offense for him, and Kyle Shanahan's not a dictator. Like I've, I've talked to a lot of players who have played for Kyle, and I have a lot of coaches who have worked with Kyle. Like It's a conversation with Kyle. Like, hey, coach, I don't I'm good. Like, let me just do. I don't want to carry the ball every time. This is. Sure. I think Kyle would listen to that yeah. and say, "Okay, cool. Like, let's figure it out. Let's make it work for both of us." But the trade demand, and I'll tell you, my reaction is that I texted a lot of the GMs of those teams who were mentioned, and it's you know teams you can list twelve deep, and they're like, they're not trading Debo Samuel. Like, mm-hmm. Kyle would never trade him. He's too important. So, yes, you can request a trade, and he has every right to be upset if he's upset with the way he was used. But I feel like that's a conversation. And Debo Samuel should be a 49er. I can't see him mm-hmm. in any other uniform. That was the identity of the Niners, and that's what got them to the NFC Championship game. And it's been great for Debo's career, too. Well, is it authentic? That's my, is, is he just, like, throwing a fit and making a huge nuclear power play to be paid? That's fine. Do, do what you want to do. He's been sitting here. I think the timing of his interesting. He's been around for months. This guy gets paid. This guy gets paid. He gets a little bored. I want to get paid. Or is he seriously like, I want the hell out of here. I don't want to be here. I've got a personal thing. I, I, I like a, the positional thing. I, I'm not sure about that. I, because... 
there's enough sense in Debo or anybody who's representing him to be like, okay, so you don't like being in that position where you're the biggest star in the NFL and you're winning playoff games and they were looking to pay. You want to go be a pure wide receiver for the Jets? Good luck. Like, I, I don't know if, if that's what Debo wants. I wonder if this is just more of a power play. But if he really does want out, if he's like, I do not want to play ever again for the 49ers, he'll be gone. Like, in this day, they will trade you. And they'll probably trade you in the next seven days. I just look at the Niners of like, if things with Debo don't work out, like, they are in trouble. If things with Trey Lance don't work out, they're in hell. They, they, they have nothing. Like, they are going to collapse. They could be a top five pick again. Debo is really important. No one is as important as number five in the second year. Nobody. They traded everything. He's the future. He's, they got squat if he can't play. And asking him to go out with new coaches and new run game corners and no number 19 is not a plan for success. I just don't think, every, as much as we can say Debo's great, they have to make Trey Lance work with what they paid for him or they're screwed. If he works, they could win the Super Bowl this year. If he doesn't, they could be in the top five, top 10 again. So if only as a best friend and a comfort and a weapon for Trey Lance, you have to keep Debo Samuel in the building because I don't want him going to battle with a draft pick. Chris Olave is going to get, I don't. That's, we know the fallacy of draft picks. It's a fairy tale. None of them are going to be Debo. You got to keep him there if only for Trey Lance alone, even if he's unhappy. Yeah, Debo's their best player. You know, Trey Lance has got to be hitting him up. You like, have oh, to. What do I need to do? Like, can we do brunch? Can we do lunch? Can we do dinner? What, what do I have to do to can keep you here? Brunch? This is really mind boggling. And I'm trying to wrap my head around this whole thing because I, I do feel like in the playoffs, we'd sit here at the table and say, all right, put on the sunglasses. Who's going to be the brightest star? It was mm-hmm. Debo. Yeah. Who, who's going to be the guy we're talking about after the game? It, it was going to be Debo. He was their offense, he's their best player. And now all of a sudden, like, all right, I want to go somewhere else, and there is money on the table, so it's not like they're saying, hey, look, we'll talk about it next year. The only thing I could chalk it up to is, look, he just recently had a baby, right, in December. Okay. Like when you have a kid, you don't sleep. All right, this is LOS. This is lack of sleep right now. He will come to his senses because Debo, look, you've got an unbelievable front office and an unbelievable coaching staff. If you were to tell me that there was going to be a team that had a disgruntled player, the 49ers might be last on my list. When you have a guy like John Lynch mm. who played in the NFL, has great rapport with the players, Kyle Shanahan, who, to your point, Shregs, look, he's, he's got an open-door policy. That's great. He's down in the locker room. He's talking to the guys. So, I'm shocked that this is going on with the 49ers. And Debo, I, I just I would like you to just like take a nap, take a cup of coffee, take a chill here, look around the NFL right now, and just ask yourself, what other team can do with me what the 49ers have been doing? I mean, these are design plays where he's lined up as running back. Mm-hmm. And look, it, it sounds cute. A lot of teams try to do it. Jason Garrett tried to do it with Kadarius Tony last year. Hey, this guy's a gadget player. Find a way to get him the football. Not every team can execute it the way the 49ers do. Mm. Not every team has Kyle Juszczyk. Mm. Not every team has George Kittle. Yeah. Trent that can Williams. Walk on the yeah. move. Trent Williams. I mean, this is the bread and butter. When they get down in the red zone, the ball's going to Debo. Mm-hmm. And look, whether it's one of these runs or whether it's a quick go screen right here, I mean, this right here, if you're Trey Lance, like, I, I can't lose that. That was a go screen. All right, the ball didn't even cross the line of scrimmage when right. I threw it, and yet here he is in the end zone, and I'm celebrating. That's what you need with the rookie quarterback. So no doubt about it, if you're Trey Lance, you're looking at all this stuff, you're watching film, you're saying, oh, my goodness, that, mm-hmm. that was laser screen. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a and it's to the house. So uh, this, to me, this has got to get fixed. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the 49ers are, are look, scratching their heads trying to say, what yeah. more can we do mm-hmm. to make you happy and keep you here? From the Niners' perspective, and you're saying this from Trey Lance's perspective, i got to have him, i got to have him. And then the time you brought Debo's perspective into the conversation, you said, what other offense are you going to be able to do this in? If I was Debo, who has not spoken, by the way, this is just all out there in the universe via proxy, 
uh, and rumors and whispers and all that, but we did put that trade in weeks ago. Debo is saying it's not, as Ian just said, not just about the contract. It's about his usage. So if you're saying, who else can use you like this? I think he'd say, are you listening to me? It's not about that completely. I, do I know what it's about? No, but I mean, usage seems to be interesting. It's interesting also, Shregs, that the usage sort of does go back to the contract and the money, because I wonder, is there someone in his ear that's like, hey, it was all great to call it, what do they call himself? A wide, wide back? back? Okay, a wide back, but like, that might affect your money. Like, that might affect how you get paid, because that's really the only reason, this is the only reason I could even think, Shregs, that Debo would have it in his head to be disgruntled. Yeah. So I think there must be much more to this story. And that's fine. That's the offseason. Hey, hey, wait, I'm hurt. I'm not going to make, like, this is going to shorten my career. That's a conversation to have. Yeah. Right? I don't think it's, get me out of here. And, Talk and, about the minutiae of that for a minute. Shorten his career and the contract based on position. What, what does that mean? Because if you carry the ball, you suddenly, you're, you're, the usage rate is too high. No one wants to pay for Debo Samuel at age 33. Mm. Like, you know, you want him now at this rate right now. And they used him like no other player was used in the NFL. And there's, there's, there's obviously an, uh, an injury risk with the way he's used. There's also a usage rate where, okay, what do we always say? The tread in the tires with these guys? Like, you start using him as a running back and a wide receiver, and at some point it's like, hey, he's not as good as he was a couple years ago because we've we've just kind of grounded him to the – dug him to the ground. What about um, just the position, Shrigs? Does playing at running back and being used at running back devalue Debo Samuel? I don't – I don't think so. I think we wouldn't have this value, conversation if he was just a wide his, receiver. Yeah, and I was going to say, I don't know if he's a pure wide receiver like the other guys. Like Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Against man coverage, Debo Samuel is not those guys. So it's not going to cost yeah. him special. anything. Yeah. And, and nine rushing touchdowns, I think that's worth some money. Pete, real quick, I, I just going to ask you, because the, the one thing that I think is interesting going forward now with Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson getting that big guaranteed contract and, and all that money in there, for Debo, this may not be about the money per year, but the guarantee. Oh, I don't even know about and, the financials, honestly. Right. So, so but, that could be, if he's saying, look, it's... it's. But they're saying, Ian's coming I, out and I, saying, it's not even about the money. Forget guaranteed, this, that, that. Ian's saying it is, like Kay said, it is about his situation there, and he's mm. not happy with it, which mm. is which is a tough one because he is so unique. Mm. On the open market, I don't know if there's a, you know, he, I don't know if there's a single comp mm-hmm. for what Debo Samuel does. And if you put him on another team, to your point, the way that offense is built, I'm not sure he's as effective. One last point, his agent is a guy, Tory Dandy, has been doing this for years. Great, great agent. Also represents Denzel Ward, who got $100 million last week. Also represents A.J. Brown. Also represents D.K. Metcalf. So mm-hmm. Tory's very busy right Interesting. now. Interesting. And uh, th- that South Carolina guy right down there, Debo Samuel, let's just say uh, he, he is a very coveted player. Um, but no team wants him more than the Niners. Yeah, it feels nice. weird. This feels like if Kyle came in and said, I don't want to do angry runs anymore. Mm-mm. It does, it's honestly. It, it is something like much. that. Though. I think I, I'm better used in other positions breaking down film. <laughs> Folks, we're a week away. We're a week away. We've been doing this for months, building up to the draft. Even before the combine, we were going through the prospects. We are a week away, and we've got a podium here. We do this every year on the show. It is the GMFB mock draft okay and it is serious what i'm going to do is start the draft and we're going to each come up one by one for the top eight picks 30 seconds on the clock and we're going to go through a little simulation of our own so in honor of our commissioner roger goodell i will do the honors to say the 2022 gmfb mock draft has begun <laughs> sean o'hara you're on the podium representing the jacksonville jaguars Let's start the clock. Let's start the clock. The pick is in. What is that? Here he goes. Woo! Are you in snowshoes? What's happening? He's doing Ric Flair. Listen up, Duval County. 
with the number one overall pick in the 2022 draft. It's going to be a lot of babies named after this young man. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars, you guys select Aiden Hutchinson. Hey, Adams, representing the Detroit Lions, you are on the clock. Get your head off the podium. Great job. It's my turn. Get out of here. Thank you. Oh, man. <laughs> Should I Pat McAfee this? Um, I'm in here to announce the pick. For the Lions, if I was Nate Burleson, I would take three minutes yes. to do Longer. it. That's For your intro. what really happened. Ruined commercial. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to shake it up a little bit. Pew, 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 pew. The Lions, with the second overall pick, select... Malik Willis. Whoa! Whoa! I tried to warn you yesterday. Fell in love with him. Perfect situation. Goes there. Jared Goff, not the long-term solution. Sits behind him. Learns. I like it. Malik okay. Willis. Love it. Liberty! Liberty. Alright. Right. Hutchinson and Willis, I'll take the Houston great. Texans pick. Dude, are you rushing now? Are you eager? Texans on the clock at three. Gosh, Trayvon Walker is available. Mm-hmm. Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. All the tackles. Do mm-hmm. I play it safe? To, eh. Where are you going? Where are you going, Houston? Yeah. Lovey Smith, defensive coach. That's right. Gosh, Trayvon Walker. He could be Lance Briggs. Lovey loves he, those pass rushes. He does. Pass. He could be Lance Briggs. Um, How much time do you have, Nate? Let's see here. All right. The third overall pick, the Houston Texans will select Trayvon Walker, hey! University of Georgia. <laughs> he felt he won a steal. There it is. That is New you. York Jets, Kyle Brandt, you're on the clock. New York Jets, you say, okay? Williams, J.J. Watt, mm. big shoes right there. I'm going to take this Jets hat. I'm going to take my official notice here. The Jets, look at that logo. I have something to say. We are here conducting this draft in New York City. We're in an office building surrounded by alleged New York sports fans, alleged Jets fans. I did the work this morning. I scoured every cubicle, every office, looking for Jets gear in the heart of Jets country. What did I find? A Jets Christmas stocking (laughs) and a copy of Ray Lucas's book, Under Pressure, which Sal Pal says honest, revealing, and entertaining. That's it. No jerseys, no gear, no helmets. You know what else is honest, revealing, and entertaining? This next New York Jets. Which is why with the fourth pick of the 2022 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select, you know it, Kayvon Thibodeau and Dresher from Oregon. Let's do it together, Tony Richardson. J-E-T-E. Jets, Jets, Jets. We're off the clock. Kill Tony on the way out. Hey, with the fifth pick. He did T-Rich dirty. Sean O'Hara, you represent the New York Giants. All the offensive tackles are Are on the board. Are you kidding me right now? This pick is coming in so quick right now because I can't believe the Giants are on the clock at five overall and we have yet to have an offensive lineman come off the board. Are you kidding me? Joe Shea puts in his very first card as general manager of the New York Giants and with the fifth overall selection. Give me Ikim Ikwanu. Give me the icky shuffle right now. Giants fans, this is what you've been asking for. This is what we've been waiting for. Give me some more offensive line help. Yeah, we want to see Saquon. We want to see DJ. We want to see this offense Can flying. Can we see your version of the icky? Your, we we, we got to block some people. Here's shuffle. the icky shuffle What's right here. It's this. 
Okay. That's the icky don't, shuffle right there. Don't slip not on a Jets one. Christmas stocking. You don't want one, any injuries. Uh, Big Blue, Jets, we got some Giants. blockers, baby. Sixth overall pick, Kay Adams representing the Carolina Panthers. You are on the clock. Oh, Shrakes. A quarterback went off the board in the top five. What do I do here? Number two, does another one go? Icky's gone. Get rid of it. Oh. Get rid of that Giants yeah, hat. There you go. Let's just, just cover that silly little Giants hat up. Okay. Um... Kyle's notes are hilarious. <laughs> what does that say? Deep Ray dive. Lucas, uh, I'm here to make the Carolina Panthers selection. Matt Rule probably wants another quarterback. They have Sam Darnold. What do they do? They're here at six. There's other teams that if they weren't taking a quarterback behind them that would like to jump in front of them and take their guy if their guy was available. Malik Willis is off the clock. I'm going to say with the Panthers needing a solution at quarterback, Carolina takes... With the sixth overall pick, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett to the Panthers. They get their back. Enjoy it, Matt Rule. Get something out of him. Sorry, Sam Darnolds, but all, that's love, all the, she love the QBs this morning. Huh? I do. Yeah. I just I think they're gonna go earlier. Than I'll represent the Giants here right. for the second first round pick. Oh, it's up. All right, Shrakes. Let's do it. Uh, we've got Iki Aquanu, right? So we got our offensive tackle. We don't need Neil. We got don't it. need Charles Cross. Made it easy for you. All right, New York Giants with the seventh overall pick. Instead of taking Sauce Gardner, <gasps> twist of fate, the New York Giants will select cornerback. Don't you do it. Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU. Wow. With the upset pick, Stingley before Sauce. Giants get Icky and they get Stingley. Icky and Stingley, Icky and Stingley. Giants. Those are your first-round picks. Like Kyle Brent representing the Atlanta Falcons. Go Tiger! Oh, let's go! Let's go, ATL! Let me my hat. Give me that hat, and I'm gonna run that 4-2-1-40 up to the podium. I represent the Atlanta Falcons, as everybody mentioned here, and I want to make sure I'm gonna shout out to all of the real OGs of Atlanta, of Georgia. I'm talking about my man Ed Helms. Chloe Grace Moretz, Stephen Dorf, and the man, the goat, Ty Pennington. What up, Ty? That's the real OGs of Atlanta, as I say this being the first person ever to wear a Deion Sanders jersey with a Joseph A. Bank dress shirt underneath it. <laughs> and with the eighth pick, my God, if you think I'm going to wear this jersey and represent this city with this position and not take Sauce Gardner, Sauce. you are crazy. <laughs> Sauce down to the ATL. Do the dirty bird, baby. We are loaded. Falcons win the Super Bowl this year. Let's go. Oh Must be the money. Woo! Take a look at where our 2022 GMFB mock draft ended up. Let's go through it. We can zoom in a bit. We got Aiden Hutchinson, one. Malik Willis, two. Okay, to the Lions. Love it. Talk about Willis. Trayvon Walker to the Texans. Kayvon Timber. So three out of the four pass rushers. And then look at five through eight. Uh-huh. Icky, Pickett, Stingley before Gardner, and then Sauce goes perfectly to where not only Deion Sanders, but D'Angelo Hall Mm -hmm. made that cornerback Mm -hmm. position. Mm -hmm. Oh, so important. I love it. I love it. Um, I had to say, representing the Falcon, I had to change my pick at the very last second. This is what happens. For real. I'm I'm not even joking. The Falcons were prepared to select Kyle Hamilton's safety from Notre Dame. When you did not take sauce, this is what happens in the draft. Screw it. Never mind. Had no idea he would be there. Sprinted up there. That was the slam dunk pick. But I had the safety first. Do you think Stingley to the Giants would cause a plot? Would they be happy with that pick? 
I know Stingley is, amongst NFL teams, Stingley is being viewed right up there with Sauce. So I said, screw it. I'll take Stingley over Sauce. It's not a real draft. It's not my team. Do you want a corner if you're the Giants? I'm just saying, out of all the picks made, I feel like that would be the... (gasps) That could be the... How about Malik at number two? Behind the music. That's crazy. Here's how I feel. Yeah. He is the highest ceiling of all quarterbacks, and I like him the most if he's in a good situation. Steelers at 20, fine. If he's your guy and you like him and you should, he's special on the field. He's won everybody's hearts off the field. And here's what I'll say. Every question that you might have about Malik Willis, I heard the same questions about Zach Wilson. You could say the same stuff about Trey Lance, and they went two and three respectively. Literally every question, the small school, the whatever, the size, all those questions you could use against Zach Wilson and you drafted him number two overall and none of us blinked. So I don't think it's that crazy. Two QBs in the top ten. I didn't see that one coming. It's great. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Time for Lee Block. Lee Block. I feel good. In fact, is our show. We got some. Your car? Sure. Some news out of San Francisco. Speaking of feet, here's Debo Samuel's feet. All pro offensive weapon Debo Samuel's requested a trade from the Niners, according to our own NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Not about the money, guys. 
He put in a trade request earlier this month. The Niners are trying to engage in a long-term deal, at least a conversation about it. Debo's concern is about how they have used him, so he wants out. And they use him everywhere. Ian said that some teams um, to watch if a trade were to happen, though Peter's saying, "Mm, some people are saying it's not likely or that it would be a stretch or take a lot. Jets, Packers, Chiefs, Lions, that's what Ian is saying, among several others. One team not necessarily looking for more firepower on offense are these Dolphins. They already acquired a superstar wide receiver this offseason. Miami looking to make huge strides with this guy, Tyreek Hill, added to their offense. Yesterday, Tua Tungabailoa spoke about what it's like throwing to a cheetah. It's fun. Um, you catch glimpses of, of his speed. Um, and, you know, you, you obviously have played against him, seen, seen him uh, play in, in other games, seen his highlights as well. I mean, he's explosive. You know, he can turn a a negative two-yard swing route into you know the twenty-yard touchdown. And really, the biggest thing for us is yak. <laughs> is yak. So we want to yak the heck out of out of teams. We're going to yak the heck out of teams. Tyreek Hill, of course, will help them pull off that yards after catch goal. Uh, Kyle, I need you to maybe like throw some water on me, temper my expectations because I'm watching all this unfold and I'm like, playoffs, 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 playoffs. Careful what you wish for. I know. <laughs> Stacked AFC. <laughs> I have water right here if you want. Sure, it. you do. Stacked <laughs> AFC. What are your expectations for 2 1 Company? The expectations are murky. It's every team starts out, whether you're building or you're a contender. We got to win the division. That is our goal. It's not to win, this, win the division. There is an issue right now. Um, in this, and the schedule is going to come out in a couple weeks. Sometime around second week in May, usually it drops. And if you are a Miami Dolphins player, fan, owner, or coach, when that comes out, you print it and you scan your finger down to the three letters B U F. When are we playing the Bills? And are we even playing them? Will we consider what we've done over the last few years even playing them? They have a Josh Allen problem for Miami, a, a huge one. Bring this up over the last three seasons. Here's the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills who's in their division, what he has done against the Dolphins. He's 6-0. and oh, they have, The average margin of victory is staggering. You don't see that in professional football. That is not the height. That is the average. So there's some that are way more than that. You, you, it would put out and it'd be, you know, Bills minus 18. That would be the spread, realistically. 18-2, pure, unadulterated ass-whooping every <laughs> single time. So if you are Mike McDaniel or Tua or Tyreek or anybody, you're like, we got to take care of this Bills problem quick because what's happening and what will happen in these division plays is you get Allen and the Bills become to the Dolphins what Brady and the Patriots were to the Bills, what Rodgers and the Packers are to the Bears. If Josh Allen wants to run in the stands at Hard Rock and say, I own you, all my bleeping life, he's on his way there. So we could say, playoffs, wild card, get there. First things bleeping first, Miami. That guy has to stop terrorizing you. Can you keep it close? Can you beat him? Can you even beat him on your home field? I don't want to bully the Dolphins here. These are just facts. This is objectively a problem. So I can say their expectations are wild card. Great. Maybe. And I think that's realistic. But first things, I don't care if it's week one or week 15 when you first play Buffalo. you got to show up for that game or we're not going to talk about it. You're not relevant. You can handle business in your own division. And they get hammered. I can't even say the word. Destroyed, hammered, dehammered. They get 
get hammered by, by Buffalo, and I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah, the expectations for the Dolphins, I mean, you've got to be, beat the Bills. They've been their kryptonite. And you look at the rest of the division, they swept the Patriots, they swept the Jets last year, but yet they're blanked by the mm. Bills. And I feel like this is kind of a two-part thing. We've got expectations for the Dolphins as a team, and then we've got expectations for Tua. All right, how are you going to beat Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills? Well, you're not going to be doing it by negative two-yard swing routes. So this offense was pedestrian last year. Look, they won eight of their last nine games in a rough start to the season, but down the stretch, they did a great job winning eight or nine games, but it wasn't because of an explosive offense. So that's why this offseason, yeah, they got to beat the Buffalo Bills. How do you do that? You need some dynamite. They went and got some TNT. Yeah. Right? T as in Teron Armstead, and T as in Tyreek Hill. I like it. TNT. I'm in. You got Teron Armstead because guess who the Buffalo Bills got? Von Miller. Right? Yeah. So now we got to have somebody that can handle Vaughn Miller. We've got to slow down this this Bills parade here. All right? We need some explosive plays. We got Tyreek Hill. Fine. Look, if Tua is not great at throwing the football down the field, we need a guy that can run after the catch. Uh, it's funny to hear Tua talking about Yak. Yak, as if that's a great thing. We're doing last year when the offense was out on the field. They couldn't run the football. Not one. 100-yard rusher the entire season last year. So they've got a lot of things to fix up offensively. But mm. for, for Tua, look, I, I don't think we all want to just see swing passes and go scores. Nope. Like, we want to see you stretching the field. Tyreek Hill, with Mike McDaniel on that offense, you've got to find some ways to get him going vertical. That's what Dolphins fans want to see. They want to see Snowflake out there celebrating in the end zone. That's right. There is a, <clears throat> I'm going to bring it closer to, to home with New York with you with the Giants. There was clips yesterday of uh, you know, Brian Dayball saying that he FaceTimes with all the players and he just checks in on them and he wants the players to be running. There's a picture of Joe Shane having a blast laughing with the guys and all a lot of Giants fans are like, yes, that's what we've been missing. That's what we've been missing. Uh, let's see if the Giants fans are laughing when Micah Parsons has three sacks. And you know, it's like, it's like it's all great in April. Uh-huh. Like, it's all good. Like, Joe Shane and Brian Dale, same thing in this team. Everybody's undefeated. Tua's having a blast, and Mike yeah. McDaniel's doing great stuff and all this thing. But, like, what's the plan? Because I don't know what the Mike McDaniel offense is. Yeah. I like Mike. I like what he did for, for the 49ers. But don't be mistaken. He has never been on an offensive staff without Kyle Shanahan there drawing it all up and saying, hey, here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. He's never had to get in front of the room after losing 36-12 to 12 to the Bills at home and say, hey, guys, well, Monday I'm going to tear you a new one and we're going to have to get back on this. It's not going to be all jokes. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated. There's a lot of unknowns with this team. Tyreek Hill, one of the fastest part- – he's not one of the best route runners in the league. Tua Tungavailoa, very smart, nice, great – not one of the best deep throwers in the league. I don't know if that's a match. Now – in a perfect world, does Mike McDaniel draw up an offense that not only utilizes Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill mm-hmm. underneath, and then Symphony, and then it's Chase Edmonds, and you get Raheem Mostert, who's one of the fastest running backs in the league, and suddenly it's a track race, and we're like, this is awesome. We just need to get Mike McDaniel unleashed from Kyle Shanahan's wing, and now look at him; he can draw his own offense. This is firepower. On paper, it's great. In April, it's awesome. It is firepower. But I promise you, at some point, Matthew Judon's going to punch, you know, Tua Tungavailoa in the throat. And now we're, we're in a situation where it's not all going to be fun and cuddles and sunshine. Yeah. So I don't know how this team handles cold weather. I don't know how this team handles adversity. And I certainly don't know how a team like this is going to handle 17 weeks of a regular season where we have so many unknowns. So the yeah. expectations, great. Let's be awesome. It's everything's sad. Everything's great. Everything's great temper those expectations. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins haven't been relevant in years. I can't temper the expectations though. You're saying that's firepower. I look at that list that you just pulled up and Anthony, if we can grab it again, those are big spots. All of that. 
big swing. You don't make big swings if your goal isn't to make the playoff. They, they have, anything short of a playoff appearance for this Dolphins team mm. is a total failure because this is a good team. It's a team with a winning record each of the last few seasons. Adding an off- offensive talent like we're looking at adding what we're hearing is an offensive genius in Mike McDaniel. So to me, you cannot take big swings and miss the playoffs this year, I'm going to say it. And Kyle, the, the Mike McDaniel of it all is fascinating. Let's say they miss the playoffs, right? It doesn't happen. Does the Heat go to Mike McDaniel? Mm. Does the Heat go on Tua? Are they then looking for the next quarterback? Who does the Heat fall on? Tua. It's super fascinating. Tua. Tua? Didn't we all think the same thing, too, was watching that clip of him talking right now of all things that he says, yeah, I can throw a negative two-yard pass. And that's the that's yeah. the, the the nightmare that everyone said when they signed him. Said, and then yak, he we're going to be yak. Yak is not what you want to hear from the quarterback. You want to hear, I'm going to throw Bombs away. Yeah, I'm going to throw Bombs away. Uh, I think this is an unbelievably important year for Tua. I, if, if they bomb, and so to speak, and they go 6-11 and 11 and he's just in the habit, I don't think he's there next year. I think this is and his true year. Mike McDaniel is? McDaniel is a quarterback whisperer of sorts. Like, you could talk to the old quarterbacks he worked with whether it be Trey Lance last year or Garoppolo or Robert Griffin or Kirk Cousins or Matt Ryan, whoever, they all swear by him. So you say to Tua, well, Brian Flores was a defensive coach and he had Chan Gailey as his offense. Like, maybe that wasn't the best situation for him. This is built for Tua to have as much success as he possibly can. And if he doesn't, well, then you start wondering, all right, we got you the offensive coach. And we got you all these weapons, and we mm-hmm. still didn't have any upgrades at offense. Well, then maybe it is on. It's an interesting season because the Dolphins could have a, a losing record, and if Tua has a phenomenal season, I, I think that Dolphins fans feel totally different as opposed yeah. to if they go eight and eight and Tua stinks. See, so I think for a year, so it's quarterbacks get tied to wins and losses. It's sure, always right. Sure, for Tua, he, he's got to have a phenomenal season. And when you look at Mike McDaniel, he was winning games with Nick Mullins sure. with the 49ers. Granted, different roster, different head coach, there a little bit longer, but like he's got to find a way to to get. The best things out of Tua, that's exactly what he told the owner when he interviewed him. He said, look, I'm going to maximize that's what my job. Tua does. Yeah. That's got to come to fruition. And, you know, to your point, if it doesn't work out, it's not going to be because Mike doesn't have X's and O's mm-hmm. and doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We certainly know it's not going to be because of his, his wardrobe no doubt. And, the, and the tank top show. No. Peter, Kyle, and I hear from all 32 teams. Our Twitter handle at GMFB here is from all... So there's so many storylines and so many, like, hot spots, heat map temperatures. Sure. The Dolphins fan base, Kyle, is one of the most fascinating because I would just love to hear what the I want to hear from Dolphins fans, and they'll let, they'll let us know. What, and I'm curious when I look at my mentions in the break here, mm-hmm. is it going to be stopping so hard on Tua, which is what I hear a lot of, yeah. or it's yeah, playoffs are the expectation because I don't know is it training wheels or is it no now training wheels are finally off because it sort of feels there's a lot of protection of Tua, which mm-hmm. I love and I appreciate the loyalty to him, and I think he hasn't gotten a fair shake of it, but it's really fascinating to hear I think what they think. I think especially since the way Tua came in the league. Injured, compromised, sort of a sympathetic figure. That's all gone now. Now it's big boy time. You got your coach. You got your weapons. Go and play. If else, we'll get somebody else. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. 
This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my dance, <laughs> Hey, guys. Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And they'll go to their star, Brees Hall, and it's a big run. Look out. Hall is loose. 30, 20, could go, and he will. Brees Hall, first down run and more. The race is on. He cuts across. Brees Hall angling to the pylon, and he is in for the Cyclone score. Boy, the look out the numbers. Brees Hall, nothing but green in front of him. You think you want that dude on your team? Hell yes, you do. And we want him on our show, and he is right now the top running back prospect in this upcoming draft class. He is a first-team All-American twice. He is the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year, twice. He ran a 4.39.40, and he also scored a 7.3 on something called the GMFB Funderlick exam. Please welcome, out of Iowa State University, running back Brees Hall. What's up, Brees? What's good? How you guys doing? You're good. You're great. You're about to be a professional. We love that you came by here because you have been the most dominant runner in college football in the country over not one year, two years. All right. You have the home run hitting speed. You have the power. What is your mentality, Brees, when you get the ball? First and 10, third and 20, doesn't matter. We're giving the ball to you. What goes inside your head? Uh, Really, my coach, he always just preached uh, for me to do the little things right. My natural ability will take over. So, um, which eat with each day, just not even on the field, uh, off the field as well. Um, I just focus on doing the little things right. Um, and from there, my natural ability will take over. So just getting the ball, just making sure I'm pressing my aiming points, making the right reads. And from there, I know my natural ability will take me to the promised land. Brees, you've got great natural ability, no doubt about it. All these runs, Kyle said you, you had a dominant collegiate career. And pretty much you've been at the spotlight and been at the forefront of this entire draft process. Just checking the boxes, one after the other one. A 4-3-9 at the Combine, mm-hmm. rock the world. Listen, you've had visits with teams, Houston, Washington, Buffalo, the New York Giants. Everybody's lining up. They want you on their team. But I'm curious, out of all this, you've done a lot. What's been your favorite part? of this, this entire experience? Um, really just getting in with uh, different running back coaches, uh, 
different GMs, different OCs. And um, for me, it was just getting that con- constructive criticism, just what they think I can get better at, um, where they see I could go with my game. And um, yeah, just the whole, just having those genuine conversations. So uh, this whole process is, that part of it has been like the most impactful for me. For the viewers at home, before Brees got to Iowa State, he, in two years in high school, ran for 4,600 yards and 50 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. So I think we're dealing with a guy who has had a lot of success over not just a short period in college, but back in high school. And yet, you go back even deeper. You've got roots because there's running back talent in your family. Your cousin is 49ers legend Roger Craig, and your stepfather, Jeff Smith, played for both the Chiefs and the Bucks in the league. You talk about Roger Craig with those galloping, high-stepping legs as he's running through the line. And then, of course, your pops. How much have those two influenced the player that you've become? And what kind of impact have they made in this process specifically? Yeah, really, uh, they've influenced me in the way of just me wanting to be a running back and me being one of the being wanting to be that guy that had the ball in my hands all the time and to be making all the plays. And then, um, just... They both impacted me just as far as them being a mentor towards me and uh, almost just being big brothers, just um, always being there when I need something, always replying when I hit them up or asking something. So um, just having them around, having them do these, through this process, it's been a blessing. Reese, you're going to be a star. I'm excited for you. We're so excited to have you here on Good Morning Football. And there's nothing that gets these three gentlemen more revved up than a football player who played basketball. Let's so go. It's not just DBs that have to duck for cover when you're coming for them with a head post team. Let's take a look at what you were doing oh, on God. that basketball court. Yes. Look at the face afterwards. Is there any crossover between what you do on the court and what you do on the football Can team? I get an offering? Yeah, for sure. Just uh, everything. Just the explosiveness, the speed still. So um, I wouldn't say anything really changed. Everything stays the same. Why is there always one guy who decides I'm going to take a charge? Yeah. It, it always ends yeah, up badly know. for that guy. You never want to be him. If Brees is coming with a full head of steam, I'm, not, I'm getting out of the way. Uh, but that was a nasty, nasty dunk and is really emblematic of how you run the football. There's a whole off-the-field part of you, Brees, that we're fascinated by. You know, you, you know, the wonder lick test part of the draft process. We do something called the funder lick. <laughs> yeah. We put the fun in it, and we examine somebody's personality. Dude, we looked through a lot of your old tweets. Among the tweets uh, about uh, people shouldn't wear Birkenstocks when they have ugly feet. You don't like when people take stuff that's not theirs. And then this. You said, I swear, I have the ugliest signature. All right, so Bruce, yeah, you're going to be signing yeah. a lot of these. Let's put this to the test. Would you show mm-hmm. us, would you autograph something for us right now, hold it up, and let us see just how ugly this is or isn't? Yeah, I got some paper right here. I got you. All right, let's do it. Nice. nice. Breeze, can we have your autograph, please? Please, Breeze, Breeze. Here he goes. Mr. Hall, Mr. Hall. Let's see. All right. Uh, let's see, you guys. All right. All right. It's good. Um, I think you went kind of cool with, with, with the B up the front. There's like a loop-de-loop there. And the H. <laughs> the yeah. A, L, L, L. You're a little bit mailed two. in at the end. Is there a two Is there? that the number yeah. he's got? Is that his number? Is that nine, 92 Hall? I like it. Okay. So what is the, is there a number factor going in, Breeze? Break that down for us. Nah, uh, really just trying to be creative with it. Um, I don't know. I've never really, like, been big on me doing signatures and stuff, so I really had to work on it uh, just as as far as going through this process. But um, it's a work in progress for sure. That bad? Notes. Brees, uh, one of the things we've liked on our show about you is how confident you are. From before the combine, you said, I'm the number one running back in this this draft. And in college football, you said, I'm the number one running back in college football. Um, there is now a thing in the draft where there's not three running backs taken in the first round. There's usually one or maybe two. 
On our show, all 32 teams have the program on in the building. There's decision makers in there. If they're teetering, should I take Brees Hall? Should I not take Brees Hall? Why don't you look at the camera right now and tell not only the decision makers in the league, but the fans at home, why not only you should be the first running back taken, but why you should be a first-round pick in a week? Uh, I should be the first running back taken because no other running back in this class can do what I can do with the ball in my hands. Um, And I should be a first-round pick because, like I said, nobody can do what I can do with the ball in my hands. And I feel like over the past two years, you know, the – the production, you know, the stats and everything, they they match up, they compare. And um, just as big of an impact I can make on the field, I can make off the field as far as, you know, just being an impact in the community. Um, that's what That was big for me in college, and that's why I'm so uh, loved at Ames because of what I was able to do outside of the field. So um, just you get the best of both worlds from Brees Hall, and you're going to get a great person and player. It's a great pitch. You do do it all with the ball in your hands, be it a football, a basketball. And this guy's so good, he does a live nationally televised interview in front of a mural of himself. That's <laughs> where we're going, Brees, and we love it. That's going to be in the next yeah. facility, my man. It's great to meet you. There he is, Brees Hall, coming to the NFL in about a week. Sign the wall. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Active's users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.